I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy E. How y'all doing out there, man? Fucking, it's the season, man. Tis the season to be jolly and all that, man. It's cold as hell outside, you know what I mean? I don't even know, like, the weather's just being weird, though. Like, it's real cold, but the sun is out, no snows around and shit. Um, yeah, man, you know how it gets. Christmas time, man, um, hectic, you know what I mean? I was at Square One. That mall is like a zoo, man, like... That mall's like a zoo, like, and it got, I, I never seen this happen before, like, I, I really, they, like, put some parking shit, like, everywhere, like, the, like, these parking barriers, like, the, the mall was so full that people, you can't even come around, and then basically, like, there's this Whole Foods right by the mall and shit, like, fucking, my dumb ass, this Whole Foods must, like, hire some security, you know what I mean, I'm thinking it's the security from the mall because the parking is so much. You know what I mean? And then Whole Foods hired, hired this guy. He's like, where you going? The mall of Whole Foods. And I'm like, the mall. He's like, get out. <laughs> He's like, nigga, kick me out the parking lot and shit. Like, I had to park mad far. But yeah, man, it's the, it's the season, man. Um, Fuck, man. As my as my, as the rosters, some rosters would say, this is all pagan shit, man. Like, you really see how you have to invest in a whole bunch of things. That it don't really matter to me. Like, I'm growing up now, and I really... Christmas does not mean the same thing it meant to me when I was a kid. And it's crazy. Like, I used to look forward to Christmas because it's something. It's a time of year where you really get some good shit. Like, you know, throughout the year, you might pick up a game, a couple of shoes, but you're going to get that PS4, you got computer, whatever you was trying to get. Christmas is the time, you know what I mean? Usually, if you was fortunate enough to get certain things, you know what I mean? But... um. You know, like, it, it always, people always forget. I haven't heard one thing about Jesus, you know what I mean? But then again, who who, who knows how, if Jesus, how do you, I don't even know how you calculate Jesus' birthday to be the 25th, you know what I mean, in December and all that. So, you know, you know what I mean? I just try to stay in the spirit of just giving, you know what I mean? I'm a Christian, but I don't even, like, it's just, I don't even, maybe because I'm not in, like, school. When you was in school, I went to a Catholic school and all that. Like, you, they would teach you about, you know, the way and the manger, you know what I mean? You, you'll learn the whole story about the three wise men, but I don't even be seeing nothing, you know what I mean? Like, and this is the Twitter age. I haven't seen no, like, yo, Jesus' birthday, blah, blah, blah. It's just, you know, Christmas trees and all the shit that you're supposed to be talking about, yo, you know what I mean? Random shit that means really nothing. But, you know what I mean? And that's why the roster people would be like, yo, this, this is some pagan shit, you know what I mean? You hear some niggas, some rosters would be like, yo... Pagan holidays. I don't really fuck with all that government shit. It's like, yo, this is some. Could this could be some real made up shit? Like Santa Claus. Like it's just a, a weird time, man. But I know you gotta spend money, and you just gotta go with the go with the flow. It's just something to do. You know what I mean? Why not just be happy and just be in the spirit of things? Like I'm not really about the. Like I'm not even paying no mind to the Santa Claus or it's Jesus' birthday. It's just all right. It's time to give. Give back to people that you care about, you know what I mean, and show them love, you know what I mean. That's that's how I look at it. Because really for the kids, man, like I can't, like the way I felt about Christmas when I was a kid and the way I feel about Christmas now, it's like me looking at my mom and it's like, damn, I appreciate you even more because 
you had to get jolly and get into the spirit. And you you were thinking about real life, you know what I mean? And like as kids, Christmas, you once Halloween's done, you start like literally planning for Christmas. My birthday was like three days before Christmas, so I had to like I was already planning for my birthday and Christmas just happened to fall in line. But other kids, you're like, holy, once um Halloween's over, you got your candy and that holds you down for a little bit. You think about Christmas and from from December first, you know, as a kid, you get like the little advent calendar if you was going hard at it. Like I was going hard at it. Like, you get the advent calendar, and you start eating these chocolates. You know, I mean, you and I would eat them ahead of time. You know what I mean? But you're supposed to have one a day. But that type of shit, like, you get in the spirit, and, like, you, you got to decorate a tree. Like, I'm not really with doing none of that as now that I'm my age and I am right now. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, it's weird, man. Like, so I appreciate my mom more because like, you got to get up for it. And I appreciate all the parents that are doing this for their kids. That's great, man, because... It's really about the kids, man. Like, I used to look forward to Christmas for the gifts. Like, oh, I can get a PlayStation 2. I can get my fucking GameCube. I can get my computer, all that. Like, that's what it's really about. But when you're an adult, it's just like, wow. You know what I mean? You don't even... Maybe just me. Maybe I'm like a bohumbug, you know what I mean? Like the Grinch. But this shit don't really... This shit don't move me, man. And I see a lot of people in the spirit. And I don't want to knock them. Like, I'm happy for you guys. You know what I mean? But... It's just, it's been like this for a couple of years, man. This Christmas thing is just like, yo, I'm waiting for that NBA game and let's get it popping. Um, yeah, man. So happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy um, Christmas, Merry Christmas to every, each and one and all y'all. You know what I mean? Because I don't know when y'all going to hear this. So I'm going to start the episode saying that. But yeah, man. But in other news, um, Presser just dropped Presser Brick. Um, I have not listened to it yet, to be honest. I'm going to keep it real. But. I'm anticipating it to be something real hot, you know what I mean? It dropped like last night, late last night, you know what I mean? So I ain't get a chance to do that, listen to that. Yeah, y'all go check that out. Press a break on Apple Music and all platforms and shit. Um, Jeezy's album, Jeezy's album. I, I, I haven't given it the full spin yet, man. Like, I mean, I've listened to it like three times in the car and shit. But, man, as from what I can listen to it, man, it's popping, man. I was fucking with I was fucking with that Floor Seeds with 2 chains. That was definitely in the rotation. Um, snow Season. Um, pressure with Kodak. Like, yo, I, I like it. I like I like the album, man. It's it's Jeezy. I don't know. I don't think, like, it's, it's exactly what I expected from Young Jeezy, to be honest. You know what I mean? So that's, that's dope. Um, the... the the American Dream song with J. Cole, I'm still trying, I'm still, like, it's not a bad song at all, but I'm still trying to catch Cole, like, I'm still trying to catch Cole with Cole saying, I like how Kendrick, Kendrick came out with that cool Kendrick vibe at the ending, but I'm still trying to, like, like, I know Cole's saying some shit, but I haven't caught it yet, you know what I mean, I'm, and I haven't gone on, like, Rap Genius and none of that shit, but, yo, that song is cool, um, Respect. It's cool. Yeah, I like the Jeezy album, to be honest. You know what I mean? Um, I haven't got to the Eminem album yet, man. I've heard mixed reviews. You know what I mean? I've heard that it ain't, that it's trash. And I've also heard that um, he's spitting some the lyrics. A lot of people saying, like, yeah, it's, you got to get past um, the beats. And I go, you know, like Eminem, he does do some weird shit. You know what I mean? Um, but they're saying he's spitting. You know what I mean? So... There's that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to test it out just to hear it, but I don't think I'm going to be playing it. Like, I was never an M guy like that. You know what I mean? I, I know a lot of you guys have in your top fives or whatever, but nah, he ain't in mine. Um, 
And all you guys with your top fives with Eminem and, and, and like, besides the Marshall Mathers LP, you don't know shit. You just saying that because you think that's what you're supposed to say. Y'all bugging. And even worse, the niggas that be like, um, 3,000 is in my top five. And I'm like, you are lying, my nigga. You don't know shit. And 3,000 bars is so hard to even memorize. Like, that 16, 16 ain't enough shit with Rick Ross. Like, I listen to that Rick Ross album so much. I think that's, um, oh, fuck, I can't remember the name, but I listen to the album so much. Um, and I listened to that song so much, and I still couldn't get what um, Andre was saying. You know what I mean? Like, he just says it so differently than so many words, you can't see it. But a lot of you niggas just be lying for popular opinion, but it's okay. Um, yeah, speaking of just, like, popular opinion and, and hip-hop, man, yo, I don't know what's going on, man. Joe Budden is apparently leaving Everyday Struggle. It's not even apparent. He's, basically, he was up for contract renegotiations, and basically, he's, I guess, they, they couldn't come to an agreement, and he's he's walking away. And that is the Joe Budden way, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of people would be like, yo, I'm going to try and find a middle ground. He probably came out asking for extreme shit, feeling that him and Academics and Nadeska have turned up the complex all the way up. So he's just like, yo, this is a one-year run, and he's sticking them up. Like, he kind of was like the NBA player that um, that went to a team, and he's on that contract here, and he's like, all right, we're going to put up numbers, go hard. But like, all right, now, what's up? Like Isaiah Thomas, a lot of teams didn't want to give him that bread, you know what I mean? And he had to walk away from it and just prove himself again and again. So it's kind of one of those situations. I feel like he went to the table and he's like, yo, I just got my kid. My life is in the best place it's been. Like, I'm in the driving chair. And, you know, Joe's always been against the fighting against the man, you know what I mean? Fighting against the giants, you know what I mean? So... He's probably like, yo, I want a percentage, you know what I mean? I want to have some type of ownership and producing on this shit. And he's, I, I, I'm just, I'm just fucking assuming. He actually put out a podcast today. I'm sure y'all gonna hear it, you know what I mean? But hey, man, I don't know how the show can be without Joe Budden. Like, I fuck with academics. So I, I listen to the show, but it's not gonna be the same having an artist, even if they like have a current guest. If it's not like an artist who's gonna be vocal and shit, it's not gonna work because. Just gonna be another artist trying to dick ride another artist, you know what I mean? So, that's that's actually big news, man. Cause I fuck with everyday struggle, you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of hurtful, you know what I mean? But I'm definitely gonna tune into the Joe Budden podcast right after this. I put this shit up because I'm trying to find out exactly what's going on, you know what I mean? Um, if y'all don't listen to that already, y'all should go listen to that. Um, yeah, man. I think like yo. Empowerment is, you know what I mean? Like, I think we've we've all known about empowerment, but going into, like, the, the newer times we're in, you know what I mean? Women empowerment's a new thing. Um, not a new thing, but, like, it's a prevalent thing. It's a big thing happening right now. Um, the Me Too movements, where all these things and, like, pe are people being oppressed. Yo, like, the, like, whatever LeVar, LeVar Ball's doing as far as with the, the ball shoes and, you know what I mean, not signing with anybody, like, Yo, it's it's coming to the time where like the creators and the the little mans and the people that are actually doing the work are really like sticking up for themselves and really saying, yo, like we want to do something. I mean, we want to be in ownership chair. We want to be partners. You know what I mean? Look at Nipsey. Like we've seen so many of these guys, like Jay Z. Like so, all these guys, Diddy, that have really like pushed the envelope and really did some shit. I think Fifty Cent just recently got um, I don't know how these deals work, but apparently he got eight figures with stars. You know what I mean? To, to produce some more shows, you know what I'm saying? So, 
Uh, that's TMZ that reported that. I mean, I go whatever TMZ says, to be honest. So that eight figures, you know what I mean? Shout out to 50. But it's like all these guys that are real, that were really, you know what I mean, signed to labels and had to argue for their creativity, argue for their freedom, and don't even probably own some of their masters and all that shit. They're really now going to war. Like, yo, all right, I seen it. You know what I mean? Because they've been in the game. Like, when we were kids, when these guys were in the game, like when they were first getting in the game, if you think about it, like 20 years ago, these guys were getting in the game. 10 years ago, these guys were getting in the game. And now they're really trying to say, yo, it's time. Like, we older now. We want to do this. So shout out to Joe Budden, Issa Rae, all these people, man, that's just out here getting it, getting busy, man, and just creating and, you know what I mean, holding the the, the cards the deck of cards and like, yo, we gonna play it like this. You know what I'm saying? Really being in the driver's seat. Uh recently, man, one of our, you know what I mean, our one of the the figures of black excellence, Diddy, you know what I mean, um P. Diddy, Sean Diddy Combs, Papa Diddy Pop, whatever you wanna call him. Uh Basically, he got yo. He he was disrespected. It, I think it was Fox News. It's usually Fox News. I, if it's not Fox News, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it was Fox News. Um, basically, there was a video earlier that Diddy made about earlier in the week when Diddy made about basically buying the the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the Carolina Panthers. Um, their owner Jerry Richardson. He's like he's trying to sell the team right now because he's a, he's looking crazy in the media. Basically, um. A lot of yeah, the sexual assault shit is fucking the sexual harassment, whatever you want to call it, is it's crazy. Like the past three years with Bill O'Reilly and all this, like it's it's really going down out here. But um, yeah, so he's basically under fire for basically um a lot. There's been a lot of work payouts as far as him harassing women at work or staff at work and. Basically, he's just been paying them out, paying them out, and basically he's been calling people niggers and all type of racial slurs, and it's it's finally come to the light. So I guess the league's like, yo, we can't have this guy in the league, so they're trying to get him out of there. And Diddy, Diddy made a video about why he should buy the Panthers and Carolina. He's a great person for it. Everybody should support it. Um, for When Diddy made the video... I'm with I'm with Diddy saying he wants to buy the Panther Panthers and um that you know he he he'd make it make them one of the best teams out there and all that. But once he started to say shit like, um, yo, I'm gonna get Colin Kaepernick back, I'ma do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that. Like when it started to get beyond football and like he started to basically say, I'm gonna do this just for black people, like type shit. Like, I'm gonna do this shit just for black people. Like is when I was like, all right, man, you could do that, but you don't have to put it out there. If your main purpose was to get the team even try even look interested, you could have just, you know, Diddy's a smart guy, you know what I mean? He knows how he should move, but he probably just knows he might this might not happen, so he might just want to be talking like this because, you know, it's very hard for a rapper to even think about owning an NFL team. Donald Trump, who is now the president, couldn't own an NFL team. So um, when you think of it like that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, yo, they're going to look at you crazy like for this, like when you start saying the Kaepernick thing. But there was Fox News, or I believe it was Fox News, man. Like They had this one reporter who was just cooning. He's a black guy. And he was there with the, he was talking. You could see the white lady there, and she's talking with him, and they're playing the Diddy video. And he's like, oh, man, look at Puff. He's like, Puff's high. He must be drunk. He got to be drunk. Why would, why would anybody want to do business with Puff Daddy? 
You know what I mean? He's, he must be high, sipping, drinking. Like, he just really, like, clowning Puff, acting like Puff is not damn near a billionaire. You know what, I'm, you know what I mean? And a successful businessman who gets, who even, when, when, when um, I can't remember the lady's name, who she had problems with American Airlines and was kicked off, Tamika Malloy, she was kicked off the plane with American Airlines. It may not be American Airlines, but it's a definitely an airline. And Puff called up the, the owner of the airline was like, yo, you better call that girl. You, how, you, you know what I mean? And he called her. You know what I mean? The owner of an airline called the girl to figure out what was going on. You know what I mean? So Puff is influential. He's he's not that guy that, he's not that typical rapper that people see him like grandmothers know him, parents know him. Puff is a mogul, a fucking legend, an icon, a fucking tycoon, all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, He's a Vince McMahon of fucking rap type shit. You know what I'm saying? So the the, the the disrespect, the black guy should have known this, but you know, for ratings and just when you're in front of some people, you know, coons, like when you're in front of the media, you're like, oh, Fox, oh, I, they, I want them to know that I'm on their side. I mean, promote me type shit. And he just cooned out. It was disgusting the way he was talking about Puff. And he tried to recant his statement after, but it was just like, you're disgusting. Like, you're disgusting. The way he was talking, having the girl laughing too. Like just really discredit. Like when you start saying a person's high on drugs, you really make you dis discredit their characters. Like, oh, he's not he's he's not speaking from a sober mind. His judgment's clouded, so you can't take him serious. And it's like, yo, who the fuck are you? Puff probably makes deals drunk, but he, he can do that. Like you just Puff can pay these niggas. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But the disrespect, you know what I mean? But I just want to say that's why it's good to shout out to all the owners and shout out to everybody who who's empowering this black shit and empowering your own your own race, you know what I mean, or whatever you are, but own your shit and be be a, a positive person who can help people and put people in position, you know what I mean? So shout out to Puff, man. Shout out to all those Puff-like people. Oh, uh, man. Um, what day was it, I think? Tuesday. Tuesday. It might have been Tuesday. Uh, no, Monday. Monday was a special day, man. We watched... I know the whole world. I don't. I don't even know the ratings, but we watched the Rafters. The Rafters get joined by two special numbers. The Rafters in L.A. and the Staples Center got joined by. Oh man, like my favorite player ever, 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 ever. Like, it's it's so crazy. I don't. I don't. I don't have a podcast. I did not have a podcast when Kobe was playing. Like that shit. That shit. That shit hurts. Like the way I, the way you guys hear me ride for Kyrie. You guys don't even know. Like, you guys don't even know. The last of the Mohegans. The real one. Like, the Mamba. Nah, man. Um, that shit, watching Kobe. And he's just Kobe, man. Like, why? It's Kobe really shows no emotion. Like, I think Shaq cried when he got his, his jersey up in the rafters. A lot of players cry. They show that type of emotion. Maybe he'll cry when he goes into the Hall of Fame, but I doubt it. Like, he's just really got that... In a in a in a fucked in in a great way a sociopath mind like non emotional when it comes to just being perfect and looking at basketball as a job and that is it like when you hear Kobe talk about basketball you would think this nigga did not even like he's like you feel like he he just is a competitor I feel like whatever he wanted to compete in is what he would have been great at you know what I mean so like when you hear him talk about basketball and when you hear those other guys like LeBron yo I love basketball the game the game and you hear all these guys talk about it, yo, how they breathe, sleep, basketball, and you, and you hear Kobe talk about it. He doesn't talk about it with that same passion, that same admiration for it. Like, and I know he's a student of the game. He loves it. 
but he just talks about it like in a such a different way. You know what I mean? And and this new generation, those that are just seeing the Stephs and the Kyries and the LeBrons, man, like I, I feel bad, man, because I guess this is how a lot of people feel about Jordan. You know what I mean? Because I, I keep it real. Like a lot of you guys that rep that Jordan shit, man. Like I was five in 1996. I'm about like my birthday. My birthday's right now. I'm 25. My birthday's about to be on 22nd. By 26th, I remember my first time really seeing Michael Jordan. Like I watched Space Jam. Like that was my that was my favorite movie. Shout out to my cousin Babs. We used to watch that movie a lot. You know what I mean? I watched Space Jam. I lived in England, so it wasn't that big. Basketball wasn't that big to me. Soccer was everything. Um, so it it I remember the the last championship he won was 1998, right before I came to Canada. I remember them celebrating. You know what I mean? I remember that one. And from then when I moved to Canada, it was Kobe and Iverson. Like Iverson, those like those are my first introduction to basketball. And that's how I, I like if you weren't up to that standard, to me, you weren't good. Like you weren't the man. Like so like to watch like and people have to understand, like, and this is why I love to talk about Kobe because LeBron's doing it too. But Kobe came in in ninety six was a rookie, you know what I mean? Didn't get that much burns, whatever. He was young. He was 17, 18. Um, he stood the test of time. Like, Kobe, Garnett, all those guys. Garnett came in 95. T-Mac, AI, uh, who's it? Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller, all those guys that were there. Uh, Reggie Miller came in a little bit earlier, definitely. But Vince Carter... Whoever you, Ray Allen, Antoine James, all those guys you want to put, whoever you want to put, supposed to be in that class, Paul Pierce. Kobe was, yo, until his last day, he was elite. Like, he stood the test of time. All of his peers fell off. Kobe was still at a high level with LeBron and Dwayne Wade, the 03 class, and he came in seven classes earlier. Like, people don't understand how he reinvented himself, the 8 and the 24. Like, yo, you, like people understand, those that understand, but those that just looking at basketball and don't really appreciate Kobe, I, I'm disgusted. I hate when people want to talk about, all right, you want to talk about his field goal percentage, and people want to talk about, oh, he, he shot too many shots, he's not efficient, but he won five titles, and all your favorite other players haven't, besides Tim Duncan. So, like, you, you could keep saying, yeah, he shot all those shots, but all you guys that were playing the game right couldn't fucking beat him. Oh, you want to talk about three? Yo, and listen, Shaq was dominant. Shaq averaged over thirty points in in in, the, in three series. But you take Shaq, you take Kobe off that team. It's not happening. He, he, it's not happening. He had guts. He had courage. I think against the Pacers, what must have been Game Six, maybe I believe Shaq fouled out. Kobe took them out, led them through the game. Like this, this was a young assassin, man. And and it's sad. It's really sad that we got to. Like those years when Shaq left and he was with Odom and then um, Phil Leffer and they had Coach Rudy, Rudy Tomjanovic and all those coaches. Like he was killing the league, but he had nothing. Like he wasted. He wanted to go to the Detroit Pistons. Like his prime years, prime Kobe years was wasted. Like he just was killing, but like he could, he had no help. Like he would have had seven, eight, nine rings if he had help, man. I wish they would have stayed together, him and Shaq, in hindsight. You know what I mean? They would have probably had five, six, then he would probably would have did his own thing. But man, like, like you know, you guys can have your Jordan shit, but to me, this is the greatest basketball player ever. And you know what I mean? And I always acknowledge as I'm watching the game now, when it's all said and done, if, if five years from now I expect LeBron to eclipse Kobe because statistically in every category and everything. But I I just can't, man. He's the greatest to me, man. Like 
I, I always think Michael played against, I don't want to say the word bums, but because bums is really bad, but I just think their talent, he played, Michael played against the best of his his era. I feel like the niggas Kobe was out there with, man, the Ray Allens, the Jason Kidds, the, even the Gary Paytons, even though it was a little later. Like, he was with the guys, the ballers, the Vinces, like, these guys were killing the Steve. Like, so many of them came and went. Steve Francis, Stephon Marbury's, all those guys. You know, like, there was really good basketball players. I know you guys can look at the 80s, but those guys look like, to me, they didn't look like they had it like that. You know what I mean? But you let a whole nigga take two years off and come back and beat y'all niggas. That, yeah, you can say that's a testament to Mike's greatness, but then what about you guys? What about you guys? Like, what about you guys? Like, how... How competitive, how good were you? Like, go, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. You guys, you guys, you guys suck, man. That's all. Like, I don't want to talk about it, man. It's about Kobe, 8 and 24. Both numbers retired, man. He's a legend, man. Like, I just want to pay homage to him because, yo, he, man, like, I grew up with Kobe. Like, we all grew up with Kobe. Like, those nights, you, yo, the last thing you saw was Kobe just hit a game winner and you go out to bed and you're like, holy shit, this nigga's just amazing. Kobe's just, He's 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 the mamba man. He's the god man. It, like it comes to this ball shit. That like that's the bar for me. You know what I mean. So I'm just, I was happy that I'm able to watch. You know what I mean. Kobe getting jersey retired man, and it's great man. Hopefully he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame by like what next year or whatever. That's just not even a, a thought. You know what I mean. But it's great to see. You know what I mean. Hopefully the Lakers can carry on that legacy. But there will never be another man. Especially how the game has changed and it's all about moving the ball and doing all the shit. Like, he was the last of the, the negatives, like, yo, just give me the ball, watch what I do with it. You know what I mean? Just watch what I do with it. And he'll take the blame. Like, he don't care about the, man, we need more niggas like Kobe. You know what I mean? But that's my, I just want to pay homage to him, like, the Mamba. You know what I mean? That's my favorite player. Um, what else been going on out there? Um, yo, I swear, man, I just looked at my phone, and, yo, it's crazy, man. RIP Combat Jack, yo, that is... Man, that's, that's crazy, man. I'm I'm gonna just leave that there, man. And I'm I, oh man, around this around this time for this to happen, that's that's real sad, man. Around Christmas, just found out, was just on the last podcast, just diagnosed. That is, that is that is that is horrible, bro. R.I.P. to Combat Jack, man. Wow, yo, that is sad, bro. This guy is a fucking legend, man. Um. Wow, wow! I spoke about him on the last podcast. Wow, um, I'm gonna say, yo, wow! Just go listen to it, man. Go through his, go through his, um, I don't know his discography, his episodes. Wow, R.I.P. Combat Jack, man. Um, if you don't know who that is, Reggie O'Say, a lawyer, hip hop lawyer, been in the game for a long time. You know what I mean? A lot of stories, you know, funny stories about how he gave Nori his first deal with Traj. Um, he worked with Dame a lot, worked with Puff, worked with Jay, was a lawyer for many, many people, man. Then he was one of the first artists, I mean, the first people to start up the podcast as far as hip hop, you know what I mean? Um, I think Cypher Sounds and other guys had it, um, Juan, Juan Epstein, but he, his shit was so legendary, man. I, like, I've listened through the catalog and I'm going to listen again. That shit is crazy. He, he's had... Just recently, he had Cardinal Official on there, which was dope. Where I got to hear so much shit that I didn't know about the Toronto music scene. Um, 
He he had Jake. He's the only person that's had Jake Cole on the podcast. Man, this guy is a fucking legend, man. Like, wow, like that that for it to happen around this time, that 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 hurts. Like that, I literally just read that and I didn't know, man. That's that's crazy, man. RP to Combat Jack, man. Y'all go listen to his his shit, man. Pray for his family. He has a son. He has more kids. He has a wife. Yo, that is that is. That is so out of out of the blue. That is like so out of the blue. He just was diagnosed. He was, if you can go listen to his last two episodes, he was just talking about fighting the fight, combat cancer, bombat cancer, for him to just go out, man. And I'm gonna just say, around this Christmas time and all this stuff, man, just appreciate life. Um, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm um, appreciate life. Uh, show love, man. Just yeah and. Another, just your health, you know, try to eat better. Just do whatever you can as far as just keep a conscious mind and, and think about your health. Go for checkups, you know what I mean? That is crazy, man. That that makes no sense, man. But to all those that know who Combat Jack is, that he's a legend. Like, when you go through his episodes, if you're a hip-hop head, not even just hip-hop head, he had the guy from the 7-5 Precinct, you know what I mean? Like, he had all these episodes, like, Wow. Big Daddy Kane, like all these guys, like he his episodes will live on because they literally have schooled me on about so much stuff I didn't know about hip hop, man. And he's the reason that he helped get um really idiots. He started Loudspeaker Networks with Chris Monroe, helped tax stone, man. That is that is sad news, man. So just with that said, man, just yeah, man. R.I.P. to Combat Jack, man. Everybody stay up, show love, go, man, go. I don't know, pray for Combat Jack's family and just God bless everybody, man.